You are listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 19. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Hello, hello, amazing humans. It's another episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast with me, your host, Angela from Angela Henderson Consulting. And today we're going to have the coolest online organizational coach and system strategist joining us to talk about the importance of creating systems for your business in order to grow successfully. We'll chat about why your business needs to be systemized, how do businesses even know what types of systems they need, and also give you lucky listeners the top five system tools you can start using today to help put systems in place for your business to grow. Welcome to the show, Airly. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How's the weather down in South Australia? (laughs) It's wild and windy and wet. (laughs) Wild, windy, wet. And do you have a fire going is the main question. No, I've had the heater on this morning. I've turned it off though because it's I'm toasty warm now. You're toasty warm. All right. Well, I would I love to tell you that we are toasty warm under a fire here in Queensland. However, the sun is shining. I could actually potentially be sunbaking today. With no, that's enough. That's enough. Um, but I am here still in my hoodie. I'm always in the hoodie because I, I run cold. But anyways, it's a whole nother story. So now listen, you and I first met last year. Literally, it was almost to the day at Tash Corbin's right. conference up at the Sunshine Coast. And not only have we become good friends, but I personally have contracted you out to help with creating better systems systems for my own business, Angela Henderson Consulting. But it's because of these systems that I knew I also had to have you on my women in business retreat in November because systems, I always knew they were kind of important, but obviously once I started working with you, I was like, yeah, a lot of more people need to know about what you do because I think there's this false assumption about what systems are or what businesses need and how they all work. And it's, then that's why I brought you on today is because I really want you to open up to the listener about what type of systems they actually need for business growth. Yep. Uh, because I, lo- I think a lot of businesses are stagnant or potentially putting themselves at risk because they don't have the systems that they need that are, what are technically crucial for business growth. Yep. What do you think about that? Oh, totally, totally. And it, it can be so confusing for people. There are so many choices like systems, people talk about systems, but it doesn't have to be confusing. It doesn't even have to be tech. Like systems can be really simple things like a checklist just to make life easier. I'm all about making life easier because man, we've got so much to do as it is. And what I love when we work together is that you really focus on what the business needs, but equally, what did I have the capacity to understand myself to do? So we kind of prioritize, okay, and you can do this or, you know, there's a whole bunch of things we worked on, but you really met me at where I was at. And there was really, really complex ways we could go, but you really took it back down to the foundations. I'm a big believer about going back to foundations. Some of our things were, like you said, checklists, put pen to paper, while other things were a little bit more tech, but not too tech where I was like scared off and overwhelmed. So I'm super excited to have you on the show today. But before we really hone into this whole systems ninja moves you're going to give us, I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about you um, and your business, but also what is your favorite alcoholic drink? Because I do know, I see you occasionally with a few pictures of wine in it. So, I mean, let's get down to business. What is your most favorite alcoholic drink? Uh, 
in winter or it could be summer as well I would have to say I do like a gin and tonic okay awesome gin from kangaroo island that is just stunning there's beautiful gins around nowadays so yes that's a favorite all right so once we finish everything up at the women's and business retreat in november i will make sure to um yeah have a gin and tonic ready for you no worries i can do that for you yes all right so tell me why do you think early that it's so important no actually let's go back a little we've just been talking about gin and tonic we forgot to talk about you see this is what happens when i talk about alcohol go back angela focus (laughs) tell me a little bit about you and your business so the listeners have a little bit of more of a clear understanding okay so i am a mum. i have two girls that go to school um thankfully across the road which makes life easier i work from home um and i i'm not a naturally organized person but I know that when I'm at my best, I know the systems are working for me. So I kind of get addicted to making life easier for myself, um, which does sound a bit weird, but I, the more time I have hanging out on the couch with a gin and tonic, the better, you know. So, <laughs> so I, I, and I see so often where systems, it's like the cogs, they do the hard work and um I do have a natural ability to create structure in all the jobs that I've had around the world. I've worked, I lived in Dubai for a couple of years and New Zealand and the UK and just constantly creating structure and having that structure allows me to go, right, well, there's the next step. Here's the next step. This is what you need. Um, and that's really my strength, I think. So systems are a natural way for me to help then help people grow their business. So currently, what would you say, like, what would a day-to-day thing look for you in business so that listeners can kind of get a view about what you do? Uh, Would be uh, doing my little system for my morning ritual that I have listed. Um, But prioritizing, doing, I have to create content or, you know, use my brain first so that by the time it's afternoon, I can do the fluffier stuff like a bit of Facebook um, and... uh, I have a couple of VAs and so I do spend most of my time either marketing, creating content or working with clients. And that's kind of an awesome balance that I love. So that's what you do. But what would a typical day look like if someone were to like pick up the phone and work with you? So again, like to go back to when you were working with me, what type of skills or what type of things would you do when you were working with other people? Um, It would be getting to know exactly what they're doing um, day to day, looking at their weekly schedule, looking at what tools they're using and what their goals are and finding out the gaps. So, you know, asking them really important questions. Well, are you doing this? What's getting in the way of you being able to do this? And, and brainstorming some ideas. Well, have you tried this? What if we tried this? I don't know. Is that, that's still a bit vague, but um, everyone so is different. Like- you like exactly right and that's what I love is that from a systems point you've got so many tools covered but like when I guess when you first started working with me one of the first things we looked at was and where can we free you up the quickest and the easiest and one of that thing was is even though I had a word document with all my responses you were like hold on you could take it one step further and I was like what do you mean? I don't need any help early. I've already got it done. And you're like, no, there's this thing called canned responses. And I was like, whatever. But I was like, all right, be open to the process. So I was open to the process. And what it really was is that a canned response is basically just a response that kind of sits in your email, do you know what I mean? Ready to go. Yep. You click it and it automatically just populates that email. So if you're having to do like 
the same emails over and over again, instead of even me having to open up my word document, copy and paste. Some people will think that that doesn't take that much time. But the reality of it was, is this particular can response is I was doing it literally probably about 10 times a week. So if I even said two minutes to each task, that's 20 minutes a week, that's 80 minutes a month. That's like an hour and 10 minutes that I've just freed up. Yeah. by utilizing a canned response. So yeah, so I guess those are the types of things that, do you know what I mean, um, you efficiency. do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. efficiency, like working out what the process is, getting clear, but is there a way we can do that easier? Yeah. Yes. So why do you think then businesses need to systemize their overall business? I think systems allow businesses to have great foundations and it's really important to have those foundations and because we most businesses have grown from an idea and we get to a certain point where we've been winging it winging it for um but you get to be the bottleneck then because there's only so much one person can do so having systems in place then allows space to improve so you have the foundations, then you improve. Um, and that's a really important cycle for growth. Um, and, you know, that's a very simplified explanation, but it's pretty important. And would you also say, though, that from the point of view, um, from a systems point, that if you've got everything in your head and you know everything, that if your kids became sick and you hadn't had a process done with your VAs because it wasn't systemized, that potentially you're putting your business at risk for everything to kind of fall over? massively and that like overwhelm a lot of entrepreneurs sit in overwhelm mainly because everything is in their head so having just having processes to have the systems out of your head um, and again it can just be three point three dot points for for a system it doesn't have to be complicated but it means that someone else could step in and pick up your business or go in and um, know what steps to follow to get something done you could go on holiday with systems yep. you can't go on holiday if it's all reliant on you doing the work and would you say that um what would you say is the biggest barrier the and one of the main reason why people might be resistant to systems uh there's lots of barriers um one is fear of of technology one is learning the technology and the time that'll take but when you look at the fact that you can do set up a system you know it might take an hour to set up to get really clear on the process and have it explained and have all the resources and the links and stuff you do that once but if you were doing that and it was taking for writing a blog for example and it took you two hours to write it to draft it to create the images to publish it to schedule it two hours every week that adds up to a lot of time yes Um, so you know it just it, it it's the next step to you being able to outsource and then spend more time doing the work that you love. And would you say that also having the systems is part of the overall sales cycle? And what I mean by that for those listeners who are like, Ange, stop using big words, but the sales cycle really is, is let's just say, let's look at a funnel, for example. So you bring someone onto a funnel and they've signed up for something for free or they've signed up for one of your opt-ins, whatever that is. And then they're just sitting in your, in your newsletter world and they don't get nurtured or they don't get touched, you know, that by that lack of system being in place, you're missing out on overall sales. But 
I guess if you did have a system in place, so someone signs up for something and then we've created an email sequence yep. that welcomes them once they get the free printable or whatever you've given them, we then touch base again two days later and then they may go into the general pool of newsletters. You then are always nurturing that system or not that system, you're nurturing the relationship. So therefore the system's working for you versus against you. Would, yep. you, would you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. That sales cycle where you have, you create an offer you need systems. You launch a program, you need systems. You grow your list, you need systems. And then you come back to creating a new offer or improving your offer. You need more systems to to scale your business and have capacity for that growth. Um, it's, it's so important to have that, but having those systems also allows you it, they do the hard work for sending the emails and um, nurturing your people. It allows you more space and time to connect live on Facebook. You know, it, it allows you more space to be authentic and to be you because the systems are doing the admin and the work for you. And would you say when there's a lack of scale, uh, a lack of systems in place, I guess, mm. that, the, that the people can become stagnant in their business. So yes, they're still constantly making money, right? And they still might even be profiting. Yep. But the reality of it is, is until systems are implemented, it's going to be very, very hard and crucial really for a business to ever scale. Yes, yes, definitely. And, you know, it is hard when you don't know what you don't know. But if you're finding that stagnancy, then um, looking at ways to create that space so that you can connect so that you can um, communicate with your tribe and get that momentum back again systems doing the work for you is the way that you're going to achieve that so there will be some people out there going well that's great but how do us business owners even know what types of systems we need in order to even say contact you early or Mm -hmm. like you said we don't know what we don't know so one example we just touched upon is if you're kind of becoming stagnant and kind of going why aren't I growing what's going on that could be an indicator do you know what I mean that you need a system but are there other key things that businesses do you know I mean would know or or how do businesses know that they you know that they need a system um if they're being uh overwhelmed all the time because they're the bottleneck essentially for all the work has to be done by them um and they're repeating tasks over and over again if it's a repetitive task it, they can it can either be automated or you can outsource it so having someone come in to look at all those things that you do um and go why are you still doing this you could let this go set it up and forget it um so that is something if you are feeling disorganized that's actually um you know a, a sign that um you need systems in place and structure if you sit down at your desk, this is what a lot of people say to me, sit down at your desk and don't know where to start because there isn't that kind of just getting clear again on your priorities so that you know what you need to do next um, and that bigger picture as well as the, the detail of, well, I have to do this and then I have to do this. Um, yeah, so again, and like you said, we could talk about systems for hours because each business, as you said, has unique systems that yeah. are used daily, weekly, monthly, yeah. etc. Yeah. But yeah. I know one of the big things that, again, is I was kind of in that cycle that you were talking about before I met you, and I was like, man, why? Like, 
things are still going well and I'm happy and all that. But I was like, next level, how do I go next level? And one of the things that we mapped out together, I guess, and again, I had it in my head, but we hadn't formalized it as a system and even a process, I guess, Mm. was, you know, okay, great. So you've got your funnel and you've got um, people signing up for things and you've got people in your, you know, the Australian Business Collaborative Facebook group, everything's going well. But then you were like, but what's exactly your onboarding? And I could tell you verbally, I was like, great, someone, I do a discovery call and from a discovery call, we do this. But then there was other things that, you know, then what happens is who's creating the invoice, who's sending the welcome email, who's, um, then are you touching base with them every week? You know, all those little things. Yeah. And once it was mapped out, I then felt comfortable enough, even though I still do that part of the business side of things myself. But I knew that if I needed to go to Bali on a holiday, I could hand it over to my intern, Aaron. I could, you know, mean, hire someone in yeah. and they would be able to look at that system. I'd obviously train them slightly, but they would have something concrete in front of them because I couldn't be in Bali on the phone telling them what to do every every day. But that system gave me a little bit of relief to go, okay, great. I've got that there if I need it. Yep. And it allowed you to treat all of your clients consistently without anyone being, um, you know, you're not leaving money on the table by missing leads or um, forgetting that someone is up to their 10th session and their package is finished. And so they, you know, need need the next step um you had a system to manage all of that and we are talking a lot about systems more from a service-based approach you could say but a systems from like an e-commerce platform so even with finley and me my first (laughs) business for example even though I didn't have you work on that part of the business, but there were still lots of systems I had to have in place from the, you know, a system like if I needed to bring on new products, sourcing the new products, bringing them on board, step two, uploading them, making sure they were SEO optimized, making sure we had them in the marketing content for the week, Um, you know, all that type of stuff too. So if you're an e-commerce website too, there is a lot of systems that you also need help with, not only with products, but also email sequences, um, your content upgrades, your blogging, you know, all of those things. So don't, yeah. I don't want you to feel left out if you're sitting there as an e-commerce platform because that too, do you know what I mean, can be touched upon. So yeah. now for those listeners that are kind of like, okay, this is all great. They might not have a lot of money, do you mean to say hire someone and that's okay. But if they want to just kind of start exploring what kind of, you know, the top five system tools that are out there today, yep. just businesses can kind of, I guess, get their feet wet, dabble in it a little bit. Which, can you share with us kind of the, the five systems tools and what they are and how they work so listeners at least are starting to get used to that? Absolutely. I would love to. Um, so the first one I recommend is Asana, and it relates back to that sense of overwhelm and getting everything out of your head. Um it just allows you to put everything into projects but also manage all of the things that you have to do in one place. So it's free, um, it's easy to use. I've got training on my website as well um, but it just allows you to prioritise and know what to do when you sit down um, and, and extract everything out of your head. So it's a good stepping stone as a first way because you can kind of brain dump everything. Like you said, it's a free tool. Um, And again, it kind of like helps with that project management of certain aspects. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Um, Go ahead. Tool number two, I I am a big fan of Canva, mainly because it's the the paid version, which is Canva for work. So it's the only paid tool um, I have on this list, but just the templates. Having templates for your social media set up just is such a big time saver um, and I love it. 
I love it. So when you talk about Canva, the paid version, for example, because I don't, I think I do have paid, but I don't really go in there as often as I probably should for being a paid client. But so you saying like, say your social media memes or those types of things and, and, and do they like save your colors and all of that? And so that it's like you go in there and it's all done. Saves your colors. It puts your uploaded fire, uh, pictures into folders so you can organize your folders and your pictures. So if you need a stock photo, you go here. If you've got uh, selfies, if you've got your branded images, if you've got screenshots, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you can also, like I have, I create all of my content in Canva. So I have all of my webinars, all of my coursework, all of my, um, you know, worksheets, all of my blog templates and they're all in different folders so it just makes it quicker and easier to use all right perfect tool number three tool number three is just the canned responses you can do it in gmail you can just have templates in your email um, that you can copy and paste it doesn't have to be complicated can you give them a definition of what a canned response is in case they're still a little bit like and you've said it but i'm still not getting it Absolutely. So if you send a similar email to people after a free call, you go, thanks for the call, the name, insert. Uh, thanks for the chat. I loved hearing about your business. We talked about, and you could insert two sentences of personalized stuff. Um, here's the next step. And it's all drafted for you and the email signature. So all you have to do is copy that and insert the name and the the personalized stuff so it's not totally automated you are still able to personalize it which i love but it just saves you typing the whole thing out every time and you can and it's not saved and so it's all in one spot you yeah. literally click a button it pops yeah. up you personalize yeah. it you press send versus having to go what i was doing opening up a word or finding the word document on my messy desktop yeah. then copying and pasting. then like you know <laughs> we took out all of those steps by having that canned response yes it's easier in gmail if you use your email in gmail it's like awesome um, but if you don't have gmail you can just still have a draft email that is a template for you for every scenario so all of those emails that you are doing over and over again, you can just copy and paste. Okay, perfect. Next tool. Next is Wave because I think financial management is an important system that we all need to get on top of. Wave is a free tool that allows you to send invoices. Uh, uh, what's the word? Starts with R-E. <laughs> Oh gosh! I feel like we're uh, reckon, reconcile. Oh, reconciling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word of the um, day: reconcile. Reconcile. Um, and just being able to take control of your money, and it's free, and it's online, it's easy to use. Um, customers love it. That's and that's a good thing. Yeah. And so, does it do like invoicing and things like that? And does it bring it all together, or is it more being able to track like what money's going in and what money's going out, or is it a combination? Combination. It does invoices. Um, so the templates there, so you can track when it goes out. You can track when it's paid. It will link to your bank statements, all that stuff. It's awesome. And I do have to say, so many of my one-to-one -one coaching clients that I work with are actually lacking being aware of their numbers. Mm -hmm. And when I sit down with them and work out their effective hourly rate, and I look at their revenue versus their profit, and I look at their ongoing costs, so many of them unfortunately end up. There may be a few tears at some stage, um, but it's not like it's it's initially bad, but I think it's just because they're quietly crapping themselves going, oh my goodness, I thought we were actually doing better than what we were. Or right. um, there's one 
not one, one, two, three occasions actually, where they were like, oh my gosh, I thought we were doing really bad and now we're doing really great. So it's one of the first things you know what I mean, that I work with with my yeah. businesses yeah. Me with an established yeah. business. Yeah. So wait, that's a great tool. And what's another tool? Uh, is Evernote. Evernote yeah. um, is like a second brain for me. It means that I don't have to work from a hundred different notebooks with sticky notes all over my desk. I put all the information that I want to remember but not keep in my brain. So it's got research, it's got recipes, it's got like even hairstyles that I screenshot. It's like, oh, I like that. I'll take that to my hairdresser. Like just every single thing. I can clip from the internet. I can record my voice. It does voice to text. Like it's awesome. And do you use it? Is it mobile or desktop version or both? Both. Oh, dude, that's good. We've got to love a good thing where you can oh, it's It's so good. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I do a lot of training with Evernote because it does take a lot of that overwhelm. It's like, where do you put all of that stuff? It's got you know, my hex codes. It's everything. Just. And I think it's super important because so many people listening will be in a panic or in an overwhelm state. And the analogy that I use which you're going to have to use your imagination here is that if you have a rubbish bin and your rubbish bin is full every single day and it's overwhelmed is that if you've got somewhere place um, to extract a couple pieces of that rubbish, your bin's yeah. not going to overflow yeah. and therefore your business can run a lot more smoothly and uh, smoothly and efficiently. And I would suspect now I don't use Evernote, but I think that's ADHD in me. I always try to think I'm going to, and then I never do it. Mm-hmm. But I, so I don't think it's not, it's not a bad tool. I just ADHD brain is slightly different. I think some days, um, but yeah, but no, I definitely could see the, benefit of that you're doing kind of doing a brain dump and allowing your head space well just just when you find things that you want to keep research for marketing research for the service that you offer research for other things it's just a place to put it because the search function is amazingly powerful you can't have everything in google docs um, this search function will search pdfs it will search images for words so and it's like literally half a second um it's and is it a free tool or a paid tool it can be both okay yep Mm -hmm. so for again for those of you that are starting out there you can see from the five systems that we've spoken about you know asana free canva technically free but you're going to get a little bit more systemized you know i mean if you go the paid version you've got can response which is free you can use wave to help with your finances which is free and you've got evernote which is free to start with and if you like it and it's really helping you can move to the paid version yes so if you if their listeners were out there going okay this is all great still though slightly overwhelmed what is the one simple step you would give them to start kind of looking at do Um, embracing the systems into their business? Uh, Just looking at where those gaps are and and what's uh, things that have been on their list but never been, never quite getting to, um, they're probably a sign that um, it might be time to spend some time focusing on that. (laughs) So maybe what they could do is you could just grab a piece of paper Write kind of do another brain dump. I do think there's something therapeutic about pen to paper. Do a oh, brain totally. dump about everything where you might feel a block. Um, ask yourself maybe questions like, um, are we kind of stuck in a rut? Are we not able to scale? If you start sitting there shaking your head yes, then again, go and do a brain dump. Get a piece of paper and pen and start kind of going, look at those blockages. And then I would, too, start looking at those five kind of tools that Airly talked about today and see whether or not you could implement any of those. Mm-hmm. But if people were still stuck, could you let listeners know where they can find you? Um, because some of them, I'm sure, will be reaching out wanting to know, do you know what I mean, about your services. I would love Sometimes to. it's 
I think there's an element of learning things. Like I'm always happy to learn to make sure I've got my finger on the pulse. But again, sometimes I need to go that one step further. And that's why I outsourced and contracted you to do some stuff. Cause I was like, ah, uh, that's not my zone of genius. Let me leave that to you and then teach me what I need to know, but I'll leave you to set it up. So if the listeners out there do just want to kind of bypass step one and step two and want to go to you, where can they find you? Um, so I, on my website, which is airlywildy.com, um, I have a systems audit. So it's just airlywildy.com forward slash systems dash audit. So there's a whole questionnaire and a system that automates that will, it's very sexy, um, yes. it will send you everything. Um, and you can book in a time with me. And I basically just look at your productivity, your the five key areas, really, uh, your organisation, your client management, your consistency and list building um, with content, your outsourcing, launching, um, your operations and planning. Um, in my mind, they're five key areas, but that's probably a bigger list. Um, <laughs> and just seeing where you are with each one of those so that um, we can work out the next step. And I will say, and I know that it's probably another podcast for another day, but the beautiful element that I liked about working with you is even though we were sit, we were there primarily for the systems, you're also a life coach by, you know, you've had life coach training and you're, you know, considered a life coach. And that when looking at systems, there's a direct correlation with people going to mean that when you free your space up for systems, you have free your space up to not have to work so hard yeah. and do you mean yeah, not work hard, work less. What am I trying to say? Like you don't have to work as hard and that you've got free time to, to either go to the gym, be with your kids, etc. So you really had a nice blend and you complemented some of that life stuff, I guess, with creating the systems. And, you know, I appreciated that. Thank you. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's definitely helped me ask better questions um, about, how people uh, learn because you know taking on new systems is hard when you're busy so it's I need to to work and work out how people will access this information so that it stays with them not so that they kind of feel lost after we don't work together again so that's really important to me. No, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, do you know what I mean, for spreading your wealth of knowledge of systems and how businesses can start to get started and even just thinking about it. I think today really was for me to be able to plant the seed for those that are out there listening. And again, even if only a few of you start to take the next steps in systemizing your business, to me, this podcast has been a success. So thank you so much for joining us today, Early. And my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And of course, I cover all sorts of related business and life topics inside my Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative. So head on over. I'd love to see you there. But for now, everyone, I hope you have a great day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you tuning in to our next episode. Until then, have a great day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.